Welcome to Everyone Loves Lulu. It is me, your girl, Miss Lulu, and I am so excited for my guest. So guess who my guest is? She is um, kind of smart, super fierce, and even more sassy, and she puts the T in therapy, okay? Yes, she was an expert mental health consultant for The Biggest Loser. She's been on TLC, and she's a boss bitch plus a MILF. So let's hear it for the beautiful Diana Vogel. What is oh, up? Oh, I love it. I'm waiting for like that applause button. Right, you're like, um, <laughs> but you hear yes. it in your head, right? Yes, yes. <laughs> love it. One small correction. So not Biggest Loser, TLC 600 Pound oh, Life. Oh, sorry. It's okay. My it's okay. bad, my no, bad. This it's is okay. why I was like, <laughs> it's okay, please. Like they're the they're very loser. similar. Okay, <laughs> 600 Pound Life, correction. See, there this is go. why I have her. There you go. Like instant edit right there. <laughs> love it, love it. Oh my God, reunited. Reunited. And you know, you pointed something out that was, I couldn't believe on this date that we're, you know, filming and mm-hmm. recording this show mm-hmm. is our anniversary from so, lip service. Absolutely. Rest in love. Six years ago, we began this relationship. I know. And we look younger. Absolutely. I don't know. Absolutely. <laughs> it has nothing to do with lighting or good makeup. Right. Not at, at all. all. Not mm-hmm. at all. Not at, at all. all. Or in our beautiful loungewear. You know oh, what I mean? You said loungewear. You came a little bit more. Really? Well, yeah. I mean, oh, say damn it. Yeah. I was trying. I was, I thought my fluffies would make him happen. My yeah. little shoes. No. No, bitch. <laughs> Okay, so in our culture, as you've heard before on the show, me being Polynesian Samoan and then this lovely lady pretty much married into the culture as well, right? Yes, definitely. (laughs) So although I'm Native American and Hispanic, my husband is Fijian half caste. Yes, Mm -hmm. so we we have that going on. We're Islanders, you know, we're we're from big nations too. But uh, we we greet, I think it's pretty similar in the Native American culture as well as the um, Latin culture, right? Mm -hmm. Is that... We greet each other with food and drink. Absolutely. And <laughs> it's pretty much the answer for everything. everything. Yes. So um, before we start, we'd like to toast. And usually I'd have my really fun cups, but um, fuck my life. It's been crazy. So here we are Cheers. to, I, you know, I heard this. It was like to, um, to people who are in therapy who have to deal with people in their lives who won't go to therapy. Absolutely. So to those people, to I those people going to I therapy. You. Yes, for sure. Mm hmm. All righty, let's get right into it because, okay, I don't, if you've ever heard or listened to uh, Lip Service, which I know that you have multiple times, right? <laughs> Biggest fans. Oh, <laughs> we have so much that we can cover, and she is incredible. Diana can just, like, off the cuff, has all this knowledge going up, um, and, and, and I want to just tap into it. And I know we only have an hour, but I feel like you're going to be back. Absolutely. Like we part one, know part five, good. part six. Yes. <laughs> so we're going to get the basics out of the way, right? Yep. And so here are some basic questions. What's your full birth name? Oh, Diana Lindia Mayorga. Oh, beautiful. Oh, God, like and then married? To Vogel. So I, I dropped the Lindia. Okay. So it's Diana Mayorga Vogel now. Oh, and, and what's Lindia? Like, does it mean anything? Do you it means know? jack shit. <laughs> For the longest time, I thought I was named after Diana Ross. Right. Was not. No. After was my it? mom's best friend. Okay. Fucking whatever. <laughs> Who she doesn't it talk works, to. It no. works. And then we just <laughs> heard about your ethnicity, your Native American, and... And Hispanic, Spanish, oh. yeah. And so for some people, to make it easy, I'll just say Mexican. <laughs> Before it was Mexico. <laughs> Before it was Mexico. Yes. The original, the OG. Yes. Okay, and where did you grow up? 
I grew up in LA, born and raised in LA. Oh, yeah. rock on. Mm-hmm. Local girls. And, and never strayed far. You okay. know, within a 15 mile radius, okay. pretty much. And that's where you found your love, too. So you are married. I am married. Yep. Tomorrow, 30 years of dating. Holy macaroni. 30 years of dating. So I was 16, he was 18. Oh, my God. He looked gosh. like iced tea. <laughs> I, was I like, actually, I, I I totally am a troll on your, um, I, I lurk, I be lurking on your I pages. Love it. I, love I am it. a stalker. I am. I, I stalk it. Diana Vogel all the time. And I love your pictures that when, of you guys in we were kids. high school. Yeah. Yeah. So I dated older boys. <laughs> <laughs> I was 16 and I was a junior and I saw this cute guy and a friend introduced us and he looked like Ice-T was bald and he had this long goatee and he looked like a man at 18. And I was like, yep, yep, yep. That's the one. And I remember when he used to pick me up at school, like everyone was like, oh, your, your man's here. You know, like literally. <laughs> literally. Like, this is a man. <laughs> exactly. Like he is a grown ass man right exactly. now. Exactly. <laughs> so he was all kinds of yumminess then. And he's actually here with us. So I want to just say hi. I always like to see Dan's face on the side. <laughs> <laughs> Good thing he's half deaf. So you I hear me talk shit about him. <laughs> and his reactions always, which will definitely go into um, when I was going through all your social media and like all the fun things that you've been doing especially during this crazy crazy past year or the continuation of 2020 it's like month 14 you know month 15 16 absolutely (laughs) yeah we just we just film our life yeah yeah and i love that yeah just it's i need a camera crew sort of (laughs) well you met in high school and now you have high schoolers oh my god college yeah we have college yeah so our youngest just got accepted to a couple uh cal state so we're excited for the other ones to come in and yeah, it's a lot. We can't believe that we're now older than our children when are when we met. Yeah, exactly. It's crazy. We've lived a whole lifetime together. Yeah, and that's mm. that's beautiful because you never hear that. That's yeah. truly the fairy tale, right? Yeah. And we, that you still like each other. I mean, the fact that you came that's to the only, show. That's only that's that's. Oh, yeah. I see. I see the hand gestures yeah, from Dan over exactly. there. Exactly. <laughs> Literally on the way here, wanted to sock him in his throat. So. That's love, people. That is love. Telling you. Uh, there's always that thin line. If you don't do that, then where's the excitement? Exactly. You Keep them guessing. <laughs> Keep them guessing. <laughs> and I'm glad we have the professional on the show to yeah. tell us all about it. Okay. Absolutely. So you do have you have the two boys mm-hmm. and um, and a bonus one? son. And a bo- oh, okay. Yeah, we took in my son's uh, buddy two and a half years ago. So I have a 24 year old, and then our two. Yeah, the 20. He'll be 21, and then the 17 year old. Cool. So wow, that's beautiful. Three men in our house, yes, plus the other man. Grown. So it's nothing but men that's in the house. That's right. I did see that when you're like, I'm feeding grown men, men in my yes. house. I have to cook like. I need a sponsor, Costco. <laughs> yes, it's a lot. Seriously. And the girlfriends. Oh, and yeah, now yeah. your family just keeps growing. Yeah. Um, now, who's your favorite child? Um, it depends on the day. <laughs> okay. And I do have favorites. Absolutely. Whoever is fucking with me less. Yeah, right? That's that your is favorite my favorite that, that day. day. Absolutely. They come now, and go. But is Dan your favorite all the time? No. No, no. Okay. fucking not. Sometimes it's just the fucking dog. <laughs> yep. The, the fur dog. babies always yep. win. She's Thank goodness consistent, for that. consistent, loyal, and loving and doesn't fucking talk back. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And you can put her in the corner, you know, when Fuck you need yeah, to. Exactly. Oh, my gosh. I can kick her out. She doesn't get her feelings hurt. Yes. Okay, mm-hmm. now your horoscope sign. Virgo. Does that mean something? To a T. Oh, wow. Just A-type personality. No what I want go get her Boss organized bitch, like exactly oh yep. okay and do you have any tattoos I have zero what yes husband okay, is I'm covered really surprised sleeved you know my 21 year old's almost covered sleeved legs everything the 17 year old as soon as he turns 18 he wants, he wants t- yeah he wants his poly tattoos and I have zero 
And you, you just never had the urge for them? No, I love them. I think they're so beautiful. Even when, you know, I, I was there all of with all of the tattoos done in our family right, and right, our right. guys. So they're really important to us. But for me, I think one of the things was I was overweight for a, many years. And we can get into that later. Yes. But, but I always wanted to be able to show them off. And I didn't have the confidence to put them in a place where I could show them off. And then my hoochie years passed. Right. So, <laughs> like, what was I going to fucking do? Yeah. Like, I can't get the You're tramp like, stamp, stamp now. And, exactly. Fucking look like an old hag. <laughs> so then my choices of where it was going to go got it decreased and yeah. then even when I lost the weight then it became an age thing which you know I don't like, age out it? of anything no right but I still wanted it to be seen yeah so I still just have never landed on something that you would want to show all the time exactly okay. and then also in my profession I you know, I, I, you know, as a, a therapist and a public speaker and a professor, I am not shy from looking different. Right. You know, I don't need to blend in, but I have, you know, some limitations and, you know. Right. So, so yeah. So, I, I don't Especially know. Especially for it to be inviting and to, yeah, to fit Yeah, I'm in already every... threatening enough. I mean, I <laughs> oh, just <laughs> I just took the septum <laughs> ring out. I mean, I have the septum ring. I, I know. have dreadlocks. I have, like, what? You know what I mean? I'm already, like, a f- in your face. Yes. So, I just thought maybe I'll, you know. And that leads me into my next, you know, quick, basic question, which is you have any piercings since you don't have tattoos I know you have piercings yeah so I've had my nose done since I was 16 off and on had my nose done but then got the septum in my 40s which I love the best and I will get back in I had to take it out when I was filming how did hubby like it the septum I think he was scared of it at first (laughs) but I think you know what I don't ask his permission for jack shit I hope he likes it and if he doesn't fucking don't look I know I can't wait for um, when we get into when you got your eyebrows uh, microbladed that was the best the world has seen it and the reaction I just Mm. that's why I love your relationship so much and I don't know why you don't have a reality show you and Dan just need the Vogels baby I'm telling you it's coming (laughs) Mm. Okay, um, now your favorite color? Orange. Burnt, oh. burnt orange. And just, well, that sounds very, it, it, that reminds me Native American. It's very ethnic. Of, yeah. I love a good burnt orange. I have a velvet burnt orange couch or chair. I'm getting the whole couch. I love it. It's And not to mention Halloween's my color. favorite. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just a good, happy color. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And and it's in between because red's my favorite color. Oh, so see? I'm like burnt orange. I'm the like, fire, I still The feel fire. The fire. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay, any lucky numbers? Four. Four. Oh, and it's always been four. I don't know why, but I now have, you know, four, the, f- the yeah. four of us boys. And then, I don't know, there's a four in my address, which wasn't planned. So, I don't know. That four. I think good things come... come in pairs. So, I don't know. It's yeah, always been so four. The, the even number. Yeah. Okay. Um, what superpower would you have if you ever... Influence, the power of influence, Ooh. literally. So I feel so like I like did, mind control. You know what? Very much. Or but suggestion. No, okay. I'm going oh, okay. to suggest shit. I'm going to tell you what to think. Literally. And you're like, <laughs> and this is done. how it goes. You're no longer a racist. You're no longer a bully. Oh like, my right? gosh. That would be right? incredible. So yeah, as a therapist, I do influence, but I wish it would fucking stick and I wish yeah. they would get it the first time. So <laughs> that would be my superpower. Okay. That's a good one. Um, animal. What animal would you be? Would I be? That one's a tough one. Something fierce and fast and and like a cheetah, powerful panther. Even like yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. okay, yeah. I can see that. Mm-hmm. I can see that. Um, uh, your go-to karaoke song? Oh fucking ninety-nine red balloons! Isn't that weird? What? It's like in a fucking different language. I can't even sing. Like, and I pick the fucking hardest one. Ah. That or like a cowboy fucking song. Like <laughs> I don't know, like a country, like a fucking... like a Kenny Rogers or exactly. something. Like, I don't know. Like it, yeah. Oh my god! I have no fucking idea why. That's I wish I knew the song so I, we could just like oh we're gonna do karaoke right like in <laughs> Swedish or something no okay um celebrity crush 
oh my god, I'm already like sleeping with Jason Momoa, That's so true. I don't need, I don't have a celebrity crush. <laughs> he's like, some days he's The Rock, some days he's Maui, some days he's <laughs> Jason Momoa. It's just depends. whoever your fancy is <laughs> yes, at the exactly. moment. <laughs> you're like, babe, I'm feeling a little Maui-ish. <laughs> like, you're welcome. <laughs> Totally, totally. For Anything sure. with a loincloth, I'm all about. For sure. That, so that's exactly. Good. I just pull out his pictures from when he does the Mecca. So I'm like, yeah, that's Oh, the yes, the Mecca. That's, that's it. Okay, do you have a pet peeve besides dumb people? Fucking a million. <laughs> I hate incompetence. I hate bad drivers. Um, I hate know-it-alls. Yeah, I, maybe I'm in the wrong business. I don't <laughs> like people, apparently. <laughs> people are assholes. But at least you can identify that so that you can help them. I know them. what they are. Yeah. yeah, I know what they are, for sure. Mm-hmm. What's something unique about you? Like, can you do, um, besides, you have so many, but like, are you double-jointed? Can you do the splits? Can you run a mile in five minutes? Like, you know. No, no, and no. Something unique about me, there's, there's really probably nothing. Yeah, I think I'm pretty norm. I think I'm pretty... Okay, um, there's nothing vanilla about you that I can... No, it's weird. I don't have any special particular... Like abilities? No. Besides your... Well, you are a really gifted speaker. You know, I get... Yeah. I, that's there, a but, superpower because you know that's one of the biggest fears and you know that. Maybe so. my superpower is also that I don't get nervous and maybe that's something unique about me. I don't get nervous. That is really unique. I guess. Holy cow. So you never... Mm. It just doesn't like... I, I have nerves, but I don't get nervous. Okay. So nerves is something that happens to your body uncontrollably right. because it thinks something bad's about to happen. Got so it. I can feel the nerves, but I know I'm fine. Okay. So before surgery, before I ran the marathon. So I have nerves, but I'm never nervous. Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. That's pretty unique, girl, because okay. everybody, okay. I swear, <laughs> gets nervous. So when you met Dan, that's why you were a boss bitch, right? Can I get some tissue? Oh. <laughs> I'm like, is this the word? He's like, yeah. <laughs> He's like, to you too. <laughs> was, I was trying to be Slide, but, right, you know. right. He's like, okay. <laughs> I love it. He's like, <laughs> he's like, your Winking husband's back. right next door. <laughs> he's like, he don't poor, mind. Poor he don't guy. mind. Poor guy. After like, so, now, how many oh, years okay. now? Again, 30, 30, 30 years, years dating. Yeah, thirty years. Sorry, allergies. Yeah, no um, worries. So thirty years dating. I got one, but so thirty years dating. Twenty-one years married. Holy yeah. Cow. So we had that big blowout twenty-year anniversary. I know, which we you couldn't know. make. And man, thank oh. God it happened before, right before the world ended. Yeah. I would. We thought about that. We thought, how lucky were we that we were able to have that big extravaganza that we planned for so long, and that people who had the same things set had to have them canceled. Yeah. So we were really lucky that we were able to have this huge, you know what I mean, party and celebration before the world. Yeah. yeah came to a halt for sure, dude. That yeah. I, that's, yeah, I didn't even think about that until you brought it up. I'm like, wait, you had it, right? Had, and it was yes. so beautiful. It was amazing. We were in Samoa, unfortunately, and I, I, was like, I was like, no. And you missed our headliner, you know, Fiji yes. performed, Tanel performed, oh. local culture performed. We had like a freaking live-esque concert. It was a concert, and that's what you guys I love. Did, yes, you I love did my island dancing for my, my king over there, and oh. yes, our our kid did a rap, and they did, the guys did all the Mecca traditional Fijian Dance, costumes. Right? And oh, we co- had it all. We had it all. That's gorgeous. Yeah, it was amazing. Did you guys go on another honeymoon? We did not. So we've been doing little vacays. Okay. So we did, uh, you know, during COVID, when we got the okay, we did, um, new. Uh, where did we go? Boston. Oh. We did Salem. <gasps> yeah. You know, I and had to go to kinda, all the, right, the okay, witches okay. and, you know, all that. And did you kind of go during that time too? We went right we- before Halloween <laughs> and it was amazing. Yeah. I was going to say because... 
it was kind of scary to go that direction into the East Coast just because yeah, that's yeah, yeah. where kind but of it like was, the it was center good. of the things were happening. Yeah, we got the okay during that time was when there was a small lift. And so we had the, the travel test done. Right, and right, then right. we needed to prove that when we went to the museum and we went to our bread and breakfast, they wanted proof that we were negative. So we felt good that they were asking for it. That meant they were asking other people for it. So it was good. I know that we're diving right into COVID. But before we go into that, yep. let's let's tell everyone your expertise and your specialty sure. for your so, career. Yeah, so I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist. So I see both couples and individuals. Um, I'm also a graduate professor of psychology and education at Pepperdine. So I, I love doing that. Um, and then I'm a national speaker. So I speak. Hot um, foot teacher. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I do. I teach, I teach in an effort to like break up the monotony of seeing clients. So nice. because it's a lot on my soul and my spirit. So working with the students and up and coming therapists is really exciting. Yes. Um, and then I speak nationally at different conferences on obesity, um, teaching other therapists how to have a, you know, compassion towards that population. Oh, I was um, so excited to be part of that, um, to come to your, 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 your speaking yes, engagement that yes. you had going on and then oh, I had know. to cancel everything. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. So I also have conferences and we, I did have to cancel my big conferences. <sighs> so I started attending conferences and they would pay me to be an MC and, oh, and speaker awesome. at conference, conferences. And I thought... I could do that on my right, own. Right, right. What? So then I started having my own conferences with my own live music and doing it my way. And man, yeah, it was a ball. So that's going to be more in the future. More okay, well, tell us about what we could have experienced. Um, so I've had them before. So okay. what it would have, what they are is usually a four-hour experience where you come. There's either mimosas or you know drinks, and then you'll have whatever the topic is, whether it's women empowerment. So there was going to be a babe brunch. Right, right. I've had weight loss ones. So they the all weight brunch. loss vendors. You know, protein and and um, what is it called? Meal prep food kind of yeah, vendors. Yeah. So we have vendors that match the topic. Right. And then it's like another three hours with a lunch break and a full lunch included. And you hear me fucking entertain right. you. So it's educate <laughs> and entertain the whole time. I love yeah. that. It's, it's really the, fun. Two of my favorite E's. Exactly. Educate and right? entertain, baby. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah, I, I throw a party. I feel like I know how to entertain. And I think that's also my superpower is not only being able to convey a message and teach, but also be entertaining in the process. Yeah. So yeah, like, it's really fun. The, yeah, the message always comes across so fun. So then it's easier to swallow. Absolutely. You know I mean? <laughs> and I wholeheartedly believe in what I teach and believe in what I preach. So it just comes naturally. Yeah. So, again, and it does. It comes through your passion. Just totally. Mm -hmm. It's like lights up a room, and I love that. And that's oh, why I was so excited. Yeah, that's why you, you had to come back. Yeah. Okay, so go to swear word. Are you kidding me? Which one? Which <laughs> oh, you're like one? every single one, every and in every language one. I can get it in. This has been a hot topic in my house because I'm a cusser. I cuss all the time. I've even had some people say, you know, cussing and intelligence. You know that whole bullshit. <gasps> yes, and that you're not very smart. I've if only you cuss had to, all the time. Yeah, I've only had to explain it a few times. I mean, even in my classrooms with my graduate students, I do preface that I do cuss a lot, and the reason why I haven't given it up or altered it is because it's true and genuine to how I express myself. Right. So I, I think once I give people that caveat, you know, that intro, they let it go. Yeah. They're not so jarred by it when it happens. When it and happens. they understand that they're getting the full experience of me mm -hmm. when I am able to drop F-bombs. Right. <laughs> to me, there's nothing that can drive certain things home other than a cuss word. Right. You know what I mean? It's just, I just... Like, I truly mean it. I'm so <laughs> And I'm so passionate that only sometimes cuss words can convey what I'm trying to say. Yeah, absolutely. So it's genuine to my spirit. So and all of them. that's why on lip service, 
service, we were fucking amazing. Amazing. <laughs> I do have to say, though, that one of my favorite words is cunt. Okay. Because wow. it's so shocking. That is very shocking. And, you know, it's just, I love it. And I'm like, a cusser, too, So, but I, I don't think I ever really say cunt. People don't do cunt. You know yeah. what? It's, it's reserved for special people. Yeah. I feel like you're being cunty. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's just reserved for special people. All I think about when I hear the word cunt, though, is um, it's in an accent. You know? Because it's, like, very oh, British. Is yeah. it, like, you know? I feel like it's very British. It's like, hey, you're being a cunt. cunt. Or, like, Irish. Or, like, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I that's know. what I always hear it like yeah. those, in those movies with the gangsters. Yeah, on the, cunt. Yeah, cunt. <laughs> and that's their go-to. That's their that's fuck. The, yeah, right? I guess like, so. Cunt. Yeah, so I love it. I, I, you know, I think it just shakes people awake. Yeah, and I know it can be very offensive. I understand that. You know, right. what I mean, I understand that people can be like, "Well, what? You're, I thought you were a feminist," and blah blah blah. It's like. I'm not calling somebody like right. I, I use it's it very you, sparingly right. for special people. <laughs> you know, only the cunty ones. Only the super cunty exactly. ones. Exactly. Okay, now let's talk about COVID and mm-hmm. how 2020 seems to just still be extending right yes. now into 2021 and and um, how that affected your practice. Absolutely. So for seven years, I've been online with clients and seeing clients in office. Um, I opened up an office um, three years ago. And I saw and you just... And I closed it. it. I closed it during COVID. But here's the thing. I was paying for rent for an empty office, which I could afford. It wasn't so much about that. It was an opportunity to make a shift. I always knew that my office was going to be a stepping stone to something greater. Oh, awesome. So it was one of those times where I just felt like I have to do the brave thing. This is the time right now since I have transferred all my clients 100% online. I have another office at home in the back. Nice. So I felt like, let me just jump on this opportunity right now to close the office and move towards my next step, which is my online business doing, you know, videos and tutorials to get to more of an audience because as a therapist, I'm limited to California. Right. So now you can in this very soon, near future, go to my website and then buy videos on one's called, I hope you choke on your dinner. Right. It's all about gratitude and, and showing appreciation. Yes. You know, how to fight. Oh, awesome. um, like all the things. So relationship, weight loss and um, self-help. So yeah. you can go to my website. and fo- So that's where my focus is right now. I want to be able to extend my messages to the masses and get out of talk therapy because it's really hard on my spirit. Mm. So I make you, I mean, you have to give up a little bit of yourself in order to help somebody else heal. Don't you? Absolutely. And you know, we talk a lot about leaving your work at home and stuff, but some of the tragedies and horrors that I hear, I'm going through several divorces with clients. We have, you know, suicide and addiction and all these really heavy topics that people are dealing with. And it is heavy on my soul, right? It's heavy on my spirit. And sometimes it'll take me a couple days to decompress. And Dan knows that like my husband's so good. He knows don't talk to me the certain days of the week, right? Because I have no capacity to help you. I have nothing left for you. So I'm not present a lot for a lot of my family and friends because I am done. My my cup is like overflowing and I'm done. Yeah. Did you always know that point or did you have to learn it as you went as sort, you sort as of you learn, yeah sort yeah. of learn it as you go because you know early on in grad school you learn about burnout mm. and that burnout's not necessarily a bad thing it's a signal it's a signal that something needs to change yeah so you know I'm always bobbing and weaving and understanding when things are too heavy so I think that that's one of the keys to life if you could understand when you have too much and have boundaries and be able to speak your needs then you'll be able to ride those waves much easier right and it won't seem so daunting and you won't just give up on them yeah you know um now, is it common for therapists to have their own therapist? A lot of times, absolutely. And it's also encouraged in graduate school, okay. and they give you hours for that. So once you graduate with your master's, you have to then get 3,000 clinical hours. They give you <sighs> an additional six years to accomplish after you get, graduate with your master's. And during that time, those 3,000 hours, they give you about anywhere from 
I think it's 300 to 1,000 hours that they will count towards that clinical work wow. if you do therapy. Holy and they used cow. to like double them. If you go to therapy for one hour, I'll give you two hours, something like yeah, that. And yeah. I could be wrong on the numbers, but it's it's an incentive. Yeah, Holy, they so, want you to get support. So for your um, uh, specialty that you have right now and all of your accolades, how many hours total can you? Oh, thousands. Do? Oh, thousands of hours to get and to years, this point. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. So it's a 13 year process for school for me, wow. undergraduate, graduate, plus my clinical hours. Yeah. And then after that, I mean, so and then thousands of hours. Yeah. And the fact that, that you you truly do love this. I do. Like, I this really is do. really your calling along with everything else that you kind of add on to it to make it yeah. your own. I think my calling is more being a messenger. Okay. Interpreter. You know, I think that is it. So it doesn't necessarily have to be in the form of therapy. therapy. Yeah. So that's why I'm transitioning. You know okay. I, mean? I think as a therapist, I've heard so many stories that it has added to, you know, my knowledge base. And so I've learned so much from my clients and growing as a therapist and an instructor that I have so much more to offer. Yeah. Now, um, what what are some misconceptions about mental health? And, mm. and are there misconceptions in mental health for Pacific Islanders specifically? Mm, for sure. Because, I mean, being a Pacific Islander myself and you knowing the culture as yes. well, um, we don't go to anybody. We like to sweep everything under, under the, the mat. Ro- yes, Baby, absolutely. like under the yes, falla, you know, exactly. in my language. And mm-hmm. we don't talk about shit. We don't, I yeah. mean, you know, and I, I've also shared it with you in lip service a lot of the time why I even created lip service to begin with and in and it continues now with everyone loves Lulu is that I want this to be a safe zone for all of us females and and Pacific Islanders and just people to be able to just say and and ask any question that they want to because growing up you know and I've shared that on here and on lip service like I couldn't talk about my menstrual cycle I can talk about sex normalizing if I was even like yeah yeah it's so important to normalize all of those things so I think when people see it and they see you're doing it I'm doing it I'm saying it I'm going through this they're like shit I'm not that abnormal yeah so the way I view mental health is literally health it is just part of your health. health. No one looks down. There's no stigma against trying to, you know what I mean? Yeah. Lose to a go few to the, pounds right, right. or get your, your eyes checked or all that other stuff. So why is this health any different, right? It's because we can't see it. Therefore, it must be made up. You must need help. Like, but then it also it's not goes tangible. along with what? Crazy. Absolutely. Because right. crazy is, again, it's not tangible. It's right. not measurable yeah. to the so naked eye or you're really on different. a test. Exactly. So because people don't have the proof or don't understand it, therefore, it must not be real. And still, like, I mean correct me if I'm wrong, but depression, right? Mm -hmm. Because there's still so much with that. I mean, especially in our culture, uh, I can only speak for the Samoan culture, but depression is not a real thing to us. You know, Uh, you're like, you need to sack up. You know, there's no such thing as being depressed. Like, what the fuck? And and a lot of my work that I did, um, especially some of my clinical hours and training, you know, I work primarily with the Islanders. Yeah. So I was the head therapist for a long time at the Islander Community Center. So um, they're seeing all the Islanders and them, seeing, oh, this is normal. I can come here. It's not, it's I'm okay. not crazy. Right. This is about support. This is preventative. You know, this is what stress management looks like. So just, you know, making them understand I'm part of your team right. versus your therapist. I can call me a coach, call me a teacher, call me whatever you need to get out of that stigma, mm-hmm. you know, but for sure, Islanders and, and, and Hispanics and a lot of cultures, really therapy is a white thing. Let's just say, right. come on, <laughs> therapy is a white, yes. upper middle we class, have meetings, well, family yes. meetings about talking about everything. I am telling you. So yeah, so it's, it's no longer for just the privileged. Do yeah. you know what I mean? It's really not. And, and the moment that you accept that mental health is part of your game plan towards success, I'm 
Yeah. You know? Holy shit. Absolutely. Can you imagine the, the walls that come down? Yes, absolutely. And the breakthroughs. And also what happens, too, with this, you know, Islanders, they, they are ashamed to tell their parents. So a lot of them come in secret. Yeah. You know, they're like, they won't understand. So one thing that I teach um, in my graduate programs, we do, I do multicultural counseling. So nice. I teach them. They have to present different cultures and talk about what the, the barriers to that culture are. So when we talk about Islanders, it's like, okay, so they might have stuff. And when you give them skills, they don't have family to practice on because their family's going to be like, the fuck are yeah. you talking about? <laughs> right? So teaching these up-and-coming like, therapists. Get out of my face right exactly. now. Exactly. <laughs> I'm going to pray on you, throw some right. oil, <laughs> go to the church. Right? Yes, exactly. Yep. It's like some 10 Hail Mary. Exactly. You possessed <laughs> what is going on. So, so that's exactly it. So teaching that also to these graduate students about each culture is different and you have to approach it as such. You know what I mean? You can't just give one skill to one client and expect that their family is going to embrace that. Right. You know, so like you said in the beginning, we go to therapy to deal with the people who aren't in therapy. Yeah. You know, so. And won't ever go, right? Exactly. Exactly. Uh. And also to that same effect, if you're that person going to therapy and you're the one changing, you're going to look at like you're going to look like you're the problem child. Right. Because the family wants you to stay the same. They don't want you coming up here with your new ideas and we'll rocking change. the boat and changing change jack all. shit. This is the way we've been doing yes. it. These are the elders. You fall in line. This is the way it's done. We ain't changing don't the shit. Don't ask no questions. That's right. Ever. Yep. Right. Fall in line. Bring the fabric to the fucking 100 day funeral. And I feel like, <laughs> you're right. You. And I feel like when you're the child, because we're very much in a culture that children are seen and not heard. Yep. And there's a, there's a hierarchy in that, in that mm-hmm. culture as well. Know, you know your place. Exactly. Know your place. <laughs> exactly. And even in, you know, with my husband and him being royalty in Fiji, you know, even though I'm all this here, when I go there, I'm on the mat in the village. Right. Do you know what I mean? You know your place. Yeah. And when uh, his auntie, the chief, comes from Fiji, we're on the floor. I'm serving her tea. And even when I go to my mother's and mother-in-law's house, I'm doing her dishes. I make, I'm waiting on her. Right. So I might be my queen at my house right. in my college and to my clients. But when I go to my mother-in-law's house, you know, I put we on the sulu, that... I sit on the floor, and I do my thing. Right. So that's part of also knowing, you know what I mean, your place and understanding that culture so that you can serve them. Right. And then it's not about, um, you know, looking down on them or it's it's a respect mm. thing, right? It's because Absolutely. respect is definitely earned, I feel. And when you've gone through what you've gone through and everybody, I always like to say that. So everyone loves Lulu is really about my passion for people yeah. and the fact that we are an endangered species. We are, you know, we are um, all individuals and we're all unique. Yeah. And so there's no other one like us. Absolutely. And when you're doing your, whether it's your talks or, or, or any of your sessions, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like whether it's cultural, like, yeah, there's certain things that you can kind of put together, but then remembering that it's all individual. Absolutely. And I always say that we're supposed to be unique. Yes. We are supposed to be different so that pe- we can teach people tolerance. And we can teach people, you know, to widen their horizons and their perceptions. Yeah. Because if we stay stuck and we stay the same, this is half the reason we're in the problem we are with society and all the politics and whatnot. Because <laughs> no one expands outside oh their, my little, gosh. their little community. And, okay, let's talk about that with uh, you being an essential. Because mm-hmm. you became, did you feel more of an essential during the it pandemic? Yes, it was so hard. And we talked about that amongst my colleagues that we're going through this crisis too. And then we have to be there for our clients. And then for the first couple months, our clients all froze because they didn't even know like how much they needed their therapy because they were like, wait, I'm just trying to figure out where my kids are supposed to be and where I'm supposed to work and all this stuff. So then we got hit hard. 
like a couple months after. It's like, no, I fucking need therapy like yesterday. (laughs) Exactly. So what, it happened in March. And then so April, around May and June, we all started getting slammed. They started coming out of their shock and they're like, oh my God, I'm in crisis. Yeah. So we're dealing with clients in crisis. Well, we're still in clients. We're closing our offices. We have kids who are working, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. Online school who, who lost jobs. So we're sort of floating, you know, saving the drowning. Right. It was really hard. It's been really hard. And another thing to know that we, people keep saying this is the new norm. We are not out of crisis yet. Yes. So when we think about the new norm, this is not normal. Right. There's, you can see what Texas is going through. We can still see like all the, all the new reports. All I just turned reports. my news off. I, I swear. You can't do it. It's like, yep. oh my gosh. Yep. Or else Unplug. I would be constantly in yeah. therapy. You I really would unplug. because there's yeah. no way. Follow some fun shit. Find some fun Netflix. You know what I mean? Like, That's why I watch your page. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. I was like, I get the best of both worlds, Absol- you know? Yeah. And I very, I'm like, oh, yeah, get your shit together. Oh, and by the way, this is what happened. Page. Look at what the fuck Dan did today. Exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. And I try to use them as tips, right? So they're not always let's bash on my husband. No, oh, he's in. <laughs> but because they're always lessons. That's yeah. why he's like, why are you bashing me? I'm like, it's a lesson. <laughs> it's just a lesson. I'm just sharing my wisdom with people. That's it. Oh, yeah. well, you speaking of Dan, so marriage okay that's that's something during covid has that been there like you said you have some clients going through divorce yeah yeah now okay and 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 just to use me as an example um me and my husband mata goes on tour all the time mm-hmm. so then i got used to that where yeah. he's gone all the time right oh yes and now having then to rediscover home. that I was like, do I still like this person? Yes. You know? <laughs> yes. Like, can we get along anymore? Yeah. We've been together. We've, we've dated 10 years mm. now and, and married eight years. Yep. And I'm like, it was an adjustment. Absolutely. Because I got shit that I've already gotten down with my kids. You know, this Absolutely. is our routine. This is what we do. This is, it's a weld oil machine. Yep. And then, then they come in and, f- <laughs> yep. And you think it would be easier. Right. But when they're enough- not falling in line and they want an opinion, it's like, er. You know, yeah. and, and babe, I love you to pieces and you're so great. But <laughs> what, it, it was an adjustment. Absolutely. It was an adjustment because, like you said, I felt like I, it was double the work now. Absolutely. Because I had to go behind include him. somebody and else. And, yeah. But to include them and then remind, remember that they are a parent and they do get a right. say. And it's like, fuck. You know like, what I mean? What? That shit's hard. Yep, exactly. So what we were finding is that if you had a strong marriage going into COVID, you had a strong marriage during COVID. Yes. And if you had a fucked up marriage during COVID, you're most it likely really on was the exposed yes, road to oh. divorce right now. So the couples that I'm going through divorce right now, they had problems before COVID. COVID. It just really amplified it. That's exactly what it does. It puts that extra pressure on you and people, yeah. So, and would you say that could be a blessing though? Because maybe you are holding on to something and and avoiding it yeah, more than yeah, for sure. I mean, divorce is really hard, and it takes years to come to that conclusion. So, I think that with COVID, a lot of what a lot of people did is they said, "What do I want to do with my life?" Yeah. Right? Whether we were going through marital problems or changing careers or whatever, I think that's the thing that COVID did for a lot of people. Said, "What's life really about for yes. you? You could have lost somebody, or you did lose somebody. So, what does that look like for you? What changes do you want to make? Do you want?" to live this life the way you've been living it living it right i think it made all of us slow down and reevaluate and so that's why also divorces are yeah and it forced us to right it was like we had no choice but to slow down exactly and really look at our lives and have to look at ourselves in the mirror and that also brings up a lot of just issues i would think like um in samoa um there's been a lot of suicides but then Mm -hmm. talking to some of my family members who are in education Mm -hmm. a lot of 
young kids who yeah. are committing suicide because they don't know how to handle not being with their peers or yeah. that they're just stuck and feel, you know, alone. Or... And then parents don't know how to parent that. Yes. Another thing I just told a client recently is that we, the kids have had this major adjustment, but parents aren't adjusting their parenting style. So what was okay or your parenting style before COVID needed to adjust during COVID. You can That's let them stay point. up a little bit later. You can lay off them a little bit about gaming. Like they're going through this thing. You needed to roll with the punches as a parent. It shouldn't be status quo. Like I'm strict. This is what's happening. Like you, like needed, we you needed to bend. Parents didn't bend very much, you know? Yeah. So, and they didn't know how to help their kids that were really struggling. I feel really blessed because my kids are really young. Yeah. It's so a blessing not, and a curse because right. the little ones, I see you and I'm like, fuck, she's painting now. She's fucking there on top of the table. She, fi- she probably hasn't showered in three days. It no, did not look attractive. No, no, yeah. not at all. And I was so, like, potty break all day. I'm all, oh I, I think God. I gave myself more timeouts than I ever yeah, gave the I kids. T- like, I'm going to beat your ass if I don't put myself in timeout. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So there's, you know, I, I found myself reciting the songs for their, like Daniel Tiger, oh you know, God. it's like, um, if you feel so mad and I'm all over there doing the, like, just count to four. And my kids are like, mom, why are you oh, singing that? I'm all, I'm because I'm about you. to beat your yes, ass. I love I'm it. About to, so you need to yeah, move let or me let me sing. Yeah, don't interrupt me. Let me yes. and Daniel Tiger figure this shit out. Oh okay. God. It does not look fun. And I see some of my friends, but most of us are older. So we have older kids, but you know, seeing the little kids and all the fucking crafts and all the fucking bullshit that you guys have to do. I was like, I've always praised teachers. Oh like, my, when my kids were in elementary, special. I was like, thank you so, so much. <laughs> yes. So I didn't appreciate them just because of COVID. Like right, I've always, always appreciated me some teachers. Because it takes a special, oh that's a, God. that's a superpower. That is job. a unique power. I would never. Yes. Really? But you're, a teacher. I mean, but you're a teacher for adults. So. Adults. <laughs> because so I could yell at them. You know what I mean? I could be like, mother, and you yeah. can hold them accountable and Absolutely. responsible. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. That so, makes sense. so yeah. So with the little kids, it was hard because of time management and exhaustion and having to be their teacher and still work and do all the things. And then for the people who had older kids, yes. it was seeing them shut down and all because of life couldn't. shut down. Yeah. And yeah. so not calling them like lazy or, you know, whatever, and just understanding that they're going through a, a, a form of depression. Yeah. So a lot of people don't want to label it as depression. So people don't understand that you can have symptoms of depression without actually being depressed. It just means, you know, not happy every day and this sort of cloud every day and this funk every day doesn't, you know, again, doesn't and have I to be like depression. That, that swept the world, it not just really our nation, did. but the world. Yeah, it really did. And then I, in a sense though, I saw also us coming together as well. A lot of us, you know, mm-hmm. the like-minded ones or, or there was like the conflict, but also that just the human contact, right? We oh, appreciated more, so much more of the human contact yes. and how. I mean, yes, we, took we it were for forced- granted. Yes, yeah, yeah. We took a lot of things for granted. I mean, and us being in the cultures that we're in, we're huggers, oh, we're lovers, time. we're about touching. Yes. I'm like, I'm such a touchy feely yes. person. I was crying when I saw my friends when we were doing cocktails via Zoom. You know, we were like, <laughs> I miss you. Right? Yeah. It was so dramatic, <laughs> fucking so dramatic. Oh, yeah. it was so fucked up for me because my, my birthday is really a big deal for me, mm. and literally. The world shut down. March nineteenth was my, oh, is, is my yep, birthday, yep. and it was March fourteenth that was official, but it yeah, wasn't yeah. really right. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so they still were trying to do um, St. Patty's Day on the seventeenth. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, maybe there's a chance. I'm like, bitch, like, no, no. Like, Close down the world. Yep. Komai's twentieth was on the twenty fourth of March, <sighs> and he was over it. You know. So yes. even yep, it's hard. Everyone and now the graduations and yes. the, or the the lack thereof, and then yep. you had to get creative. And I was like, if I have yeah. another drive by birthday, I'm gonna shoot myself like but i'm appreciative but you know what but... though something else like i hope we don't go back to normal because i was appreciating some drive-by shit
shit. Yeah. I don't want to go to your kid's party and eat kid's shit and eat crap pizza and watch all these screaming brats. That's Let me true. drive by. I mean, how many times? I'm like, can I just drive by and throw this shit out the window? Yes, yes you can. Now you it's actually okay. can. So would it be wrong if we continue drive-bys, but they're like, COVID's over. I'm like, right, but, um, but, you know, um, I'm but still... But it's the thing now. But it's the thing now. <laughs> yes, exactly. I got a new strain. I, it's not exactly. even been identified yet. I wasn't hating on drive-bys. I was like very happy because yeah. everyone has a motherfucking birthday, baby shower, whatever fucking every month. Especially in our families. So, we so, have huge exactly. families. And then then there's the, the, the COVID boom, right? Baby oh boom. The oh, <laughs> I am so glad I have not heard of Rona yet. I'm like, oh, if you name your God. kid Rona, you know. <laughs> You know you I get won't. a win. <laughs> Come on, don't do it, people. Please, don't that would it. be so no. sick. So, in other words, your child is a disease. It's uh, like, yeah, really. You're not. Yeah, mm-mm. it's a killer. It's a killer. Please don't do it. If oh you're thinking about gosh. it and you were looking for a sign, this is the sign. This is the sign. Don't do, don't it. do yes. it. Yes. Okay. Let's fast forward, or I guess rewind as well to weight loss. You mm. have been a big advocate about because yeah. you went you um, went through surgery. Yeah. So and, I was. But you kept it off. 265 pounds. Ooh, yeah, yes, girl. and I'm only 5'4". Lots of love. Yeah, so, and again, Dan never, you know what I mean, like, he batted loved, an that's eye. That's true love, boo. Yeah, and I thought, oh, maybe because he's an islander. <laughs> and then I was like, he's Fijian. They small. Right, right. <laughs> no, well, I went to Fiji. I was the big one. I was like, the fuck? You guys are supposed to be big. <laughs> Dan's like, we are not in Samoa and Tonga, right, okay. okay? We in Fiji. They are small. Thanks so, a lot, Dan. I mean, I was like the heifer in Fiji. Yeah, so, um, yeah, so I just woke up at 36 and I was like I'm done I tried all the things I did all the diets so I, I looked into gastric bypass and it was for me and even Dan was nervous he was like why do you think this I said I don't know I just think this is it and I it needed, was and I it was the thing change. and I lost 120 pounds and that was 10 years ago I'm so and proud of it you for was that. literally life-changing you know since then running the marathons like I never thought I would run You've I ran done two or three two LA two. marathons oh my yes gosh. and I'm a Spartan and I did the trifecta do you know like all yes. the things so my life completely changed after I lost the weight yeah I had no idea what I was lacking because you know as big girls we learn how to carry it we yes. learn how to say this is us we love it we you know thank god posi- body positivity wasn't a big fad when you know 10 right, years ago right. they're like no you're still fat you know what I mean <laughs> now it's like plus size is beautiful and which it's true somebody yes. asked me about um healthy at every size they asked me my opinion about that that's a thing did you know that that's yes a, that's a yes thing? I just heard about it yeah yeah so what healthy at every size implies is that no matter what size you are that you can be healthy which scientifically is not true right <laughs> you're like right <laughs> so what that means is there I think there's a difference between healthy at every size and then loving yourself at, at every, every size, size. yeah right. healthy because so throwing that term out there is like uh technically exactly because yeah. we know that the more weight you carry around your midsections your and more heart, fat around your organs the more dangerous it right. It is, and you're at risk for all these diseases. So should you hate yourself because you're overweight? No, you should still love yourself enough to want to get to a healthy place. Right. But you shouldn't so accept. redirect it. When I was 120 pounds overweight, I should not have accepted that. And that's why I did it, because I thought, I'm going to, my kids are, Literally, I'm going to die so young if I don't take care of this. So, yeah, so that's my my take on weight. But it has been life-changing, and now it is a lifestyle to just want to be healthy. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. And to stick around. Stick around. Loving yourself enough. Yeah, Dan's convinced I'm going to fucking die before him. I think that's his fucking plan. He's (laughs) like, you're so stressed out of the time, you're going to die anyways before me. (laughs) Before me. I'm like, look, So it didn't even matter if you were overweight or not. Exactly. Look at him fucking laughing over there. So you're... He's poisoned. Like, we both dream about killing each other. (laughs) Like, okay, what are some of the fa- like the fantasies about oh, that? Oh, fucking candy in a jar. Fatty. <laughs> he loves to go and like do candy in a jar. So I'm going to fucking lace it. So lace it. I'm going to lace all that motherfucker <laughs> and he's just going to doze off and never wake and up never one day. <laughs> 
It's okay. I got health insurance. I got, I got life that insurance. That gives me on ideas. Him. I was going to say, insurance. I was like, the life insurance oh, better be on big lock. Big time. <laughs> yes, big time. I think he just, like, I think one day what his plan is, is like, if he ever sees me, like, we're going whale watching on Saturday. Yeah. So if, like, I go overboard, he'll be like, I'm coming. Like, and not really come and get me. And so like, his here's will be life different. He's like, uh. Yeah, it's like, can you reach it? Like, so his, mine is more sinister. Right. His is more, you know why, though? Because he's an undercover asshole. Oh, I don't so believe my, it. Yeah, see, everyone loves Dan. <laughs> Everyone That's has That's going to be the new fucking... show. Everyone loves Dan. Not everyone exactly. loves Lulu. Exactly. Everyone loves Dan. <laughs> he, he's undercover dick, dude. He is like so happy and, and go lucky with everybody. And everyone fucking loves him. I mean, especially We did get like... to kind of see a little bit of a taste of it when he saw your microblading. So let's talk about that. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. All your guy. footage has been life for me. Oh, my God. It's been so great. And knowing yeah. that I'm not alone in, in my in my crazy mind. Yeah, I got these microbladed. Yes. Right? I wanted to get my eyebrows microbladed forever because I have no eyebrows. But didn't your sister and say, like, it's about time? Yes, <laughs> yes. So, you know, my girlfriend did them. So yes. she, I wanted a couple extra strokes when I left. And everyone's flipping out because I left the ink on when I got home. And everyone's like, you're supposed to wipe it off. I'm like, get past it, TikTok people. Right. <laughs> so I just thought, I look sort of crazy. Let me just film the guys what their reaction is because they're so dense sometimes that they'll think that this was real. Real, right. So Dan doesn't like me touching my face. So when he was sort of nervous the whole time, I was gone mm -hmm. so when i showed him he fucking flipped he was just like dude oh fuck like i'm gonna have to sleep this with is that? where i'm gonna have to do your plug oh, what is your God. um your handles tell everyone so that uh, they can go you can see go this see it oh, on the sassy therapist yeah gosh. the sassy therapist google sassy therapist ig or facebook or tiktok whatever and you'll see my husband's like shocked reaction he was like no no he was fucking dying like your son though the one that first saw it right, Remy. yeah oh, Remy's my gosh, very sweet a sweetie like his face did not match the words that were oh no coming. he was he like, like shocked but he's like so it looks good. good. <laughs> my poor baby. I raised good boys. Yes. Like, literally. Yeah. Holy cow. Yeah. Lucky. Dan did not get the fucking memo. <laughs> did not get the fucking memo. He was memo. just like, but it, it, it needs to heal, yeah. right, Mom? Yeah. like, no, this is it. He's like, it looks oh, good. <laughs> yeah. See, Dan, is he was shocked into the truth. Literally, he was so fucking shocked, he couldn't even lie. I know. Like, but Dan can't lie. He, he has a problem. Like, he literally cannot lie. Oh, wow. So he was well, that's just... that's a good thing. It's a good thing, and yeah. And it's it, like, can you... Can I, it's good for me. <laughs> right. I mean... But, You'll know at all times. Absolutely. <laughs> so he literally, like, could not fucking lie. He was just like... <gasps> It doesn't look good. Like I just like like at Tourette's or oh, something. Oh, the best was oh when God. he's. I I feel like I've watched it so many times. I can quote him. He's gonna be my new. You know, it's he's Your gonna gift? be a gift. A gift. He's yeah. gonna be a gift everywhere. Mm -hmm. The meme. Mm -hmm. I, I'm already. I'm searching yeah. for it. That's why I didn't want you to get it. Or I don't want to talk about yes, that. Yes. Oh my yes. God. He's like, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. Like, that's I don't why know I don't what to tell you, babe. That's why I didn't want you to get it. That's why. I, yeah. I was like, wow, true and feelings. Don't talk to me about that. Like, what, are we supposed to never talk about my eyebrows? Like, what's the deal? You still have to wake up to me. Okay. Oh my God. To these gorgeous things. Eyes, oh, yeah. and then your sister on the FaceTime. Oh, oh my God. God. Sisters. She, she was just like, oh, it's about time. God. She's damn. like, wait a minute. <laughs> Bitch wouldn't even put down her fucking burrito to look at it. She was like choking on her burrito. So and fucking she just hungry. Kept laughing. Oh my her God. Ass and then did you see when she looked to the side? She couldn't even make eye contact. She's like, um, they look what the fuck you know what I mean like literally and she's good she would tell me the truth too but she was trying to be gentle gentle yes. yeah she's like she's like girl. I mean um are you sure bitch what do you mean am I sure they're fucking done am I sure the fuck you know what I mean like um yeah a little are you sure I like, was like you told me to get these and now hilarious. look and now look now hilarious. dad won't even look at me absolutely like it was all your idea bitch and see what happened yeah now I love also your um 
your Diana Bogleisms, uh, you know, your quotes that you have every day as, or, or every week at least. Yeah, on my Insta, yes. on my social media. So I try to use social as a platform to get the information out there. So sometimes I'll go radio silent a couple days. Yeah. It's because You're I can't, right? literally, it's not even just unplugging. I don't have anything of value to say. So a lot of social media is very contrived. It's very like, let me oh, plan this. Yes, let me yes, plan this yes. trick on my family or let me plan this quote. Like, I don't. Like, I, it's genuine to, it has to come to me. I love it. It has to be something that I'm either experiencing or going through with a client. So the moment something sparks in me, I share it, you yeah. know, and that's where they come from. So sometimes I'll have a lot to share in a day. Yes. And then other times I'm just like, I don't, I mean, I think I even made, made one post that said, I don't have jack shit to say today. <laughs> like, I just don't. I so just I'm not going to force it. Yeah. But if you have any questions, hit, hit me. me up. Yeah. Exactly. Because I ain't got jack shit for you today. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And so then it brings me to when you actually post something and then there's, you know, spell check. Oh, <laughs> So I used to be really bad at it, and now I just fucking blame my phone. Yeah, I so love I, it. So I'm multitasking all the time. So today's, you know, posting about our 30 year, we're celebrating. Yes. And so my girlfriend texts me, and she's like, did you mean to say celebrating? Because you forgot the C. I'm like, motherfucker, I already have like 100 likes on it, and it says we elevating today. I swear to God, my text messaging and my posting is atrocious. Oh, my God. I need God. a fucking assistant just to fucking edit my shit. I think you actually said you needed an assistant at one A long post. time ago. You're like, I need an assistant. assistant. I really need an assistant. But then I will fucking like micromanage her ass. <laughs> and then if she gets it wrong, I will crucify her. So I'm like, I'm not like there yet up. in my like kindness right. to bring on a human being to, into this world. Like I'm just not there yet. So yeah, even when I did a post with my graphic designer, I had her change something that said, you know, I I do something weekly. What does it say? Week, uh, every week I something. I, yeah, I, I, I will kick ass every, every weekly. Week. Right. And then it said I will lick ass every week. And I was like, motherfucker. And I, like I said, I stalk you. So I catch all <laughs> these <laughs> little <laughs> gems. And I'm like, oh, well, you know, it might be that time she to lick ass today. Like <laughs> telling us that licking ass is how it saved her marriage. Like, who knows? Let me read this post. <laughs> uh, if, is it a little dull in the bedroom? Yeah, start licking ass, Start boo. licking ass. Oh, my God. Yeah. Weekly. Weekly. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Must be weekly. <laughs> Dan's like, really? No, I'm not licking your ass, dude. <laughs> Why did I feel like he just clenched real tight right then when that happened? He I feel sat, you, bro. He I sat up you. an extra inch. He was like, what is that? Oh, my gosh. Oh, these guys, I swear to God. We're about to wrap up. I can't believe it's already that time because we're having so much fun. Went, I felt like 15 minutes. Me. I know. Wow. That's why we need, like, 12 episodes absolutely of <laughs> yeah what are some okay going into this field and now your new venture uh what are some of the new ventures that you're doing so does so it's reiterated yeah so uh, the biggest thing that i'm doing is i'm transferring everything to online videos and then conferences and i'm writing a book so you know i'm always trying to write yes. my book the hard part about writing a book is that you're always coming up with new ideas so you never feel like it's finished yeah and that's the hard part so you know that's three, why they have volumes I'm, <laughs> but they're all different so the first book is uh, 21 tips to marriage yes so every chapter is about an assumption or something fun towards your marriage and then again the way that i deliver it it's really entertaining yeah it's not dry scholarly bullshit that you've heard all the time right like, if you go to my instagram page you'll you'll get the tone of what my book would sound uh, yeah. like <laughs> so it's that and um, self-help. And then another one, because I am really um, culturally sensitive and, and, and in that whole world, um, you don't know what you don't know. So oh. if you don't know now, you know stories about privilege and stories about hardship. So I think that we also judge those who are privileged just as they judge those who are Aren't. not 
You know, we often hear the stories those of those who are not. Right. You know what I mean? Like, Rather I, have than to, like I had hey. no shoes. I had to da da and that's why I think this way. But we also have to consider the privilege. Like, that they don't know any they better. They don't fucking know. And again, I know this is when we talk about do the work. Right. But also, we got to lay off the judgment and, and understand that they came from a world we didn't. So they therefore, they have a different lens as long as they're willing to learn. The yeah. same with us. As long as we're willing to learn, that's all I can ask of somebody. And 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 just so that we can define that, because we've talked about this before in lip service, and I want everyone loves Lulu to know this as well, judgment. Mm. The definition of it versus like, you know, because that word is thrown around so yeah. much without yeah. really understanding what it means. Yeah, so a couple of things. So judgment and opinion really is what people get jar- garbled. So opinion is what's good for you. Judgment is what you think is good for someone else. Okay. So I might not do that, but to each their own, right? So right. that's that's, that's how we deal with right, that. Right. Yeah, for sure. So judgment, when I have people with low self-esteem, they're usually high in judgment. Mm. So I give them homework. I just gave two clients this week homework assignment. They have low self-esteem. I want you to talk to strangers. I want you to go out. I want you to give me three stories of people that you judge in your life. Like, my colleague can't do it right. My girlfriend doesn't know what she's doing. But really, and that's a reflection on them because they have low self-esteem. That's wow. their issue. That is their issue. Therefore, so you're like afraid mirroring. to charge. Uh. Yep, you're afraid to change. You're afraid to do this. You you know what I mean? So that arrogance, too, is a self-protective thing that we do when we are when we have low self-esteem. So and do judgment's all part of that. us eventually judge? Like, who have by we all nature, done oh, yeah. By nature, we compare. You know what I mean? That comparison can turn into judgment. But honestly, if you learn to let go of judgment, like I still have opinions. I have very strong opinions. Right. But I also understand that everyone has a story. And I understand to let people do what they're going to do. And I think that was one of my favorite things that my takeaway in all of our sessions, Mm -hmm. right, on on lip service was that it is all the individual and what works for you is okay. If it works for you, then that's where you can... Yes. But if it doesn't work for you, then that's when maybe you can do the change. But, you know, not instead of comparing. Right. Don't force that on me. Don't force your shit on me. Yeah. And that even as a marriage therapist, I give you my tips that work in my marriage. I say alter them for your marriage. My marriage is not the blueprint, but the way we go about it could be. You know what I mean? Whatever we we decide on certain rules, we decide on certain safeguards for our marriage, the way we're going to roll. Decide what's up for yours. Like they don't have to be our rules, but whatever you guys compromise on and whatever you as a team discover or decide, then, then that's you. Do you know what I mean? So like making sure that you're doing you and not imposing those on other people. Amen. Mm -mm. Sister. Mm -hmm. Now, um, closing up and wrapping up, I want to tell everyone, um, what, what can they do if they want to go into a life of, you know, mental health and helping out other people? Don't do it. (laughs) Run! Don't fucking do it. Not so if you want a healthy here's the mental status, right? Yeah, here's the misconception that you're going to help people. It's it's a misconception because what you put out is not always what you get in return. Mm. It's a very thankless field. You mean, you know like, like I mean? when you, you fake an orgasm? <laughs> I don't know about that. I don't, I don't do that stuff. I don't do that stuff. <laughs> Dan, look yeah. at me in the eye, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's 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 definitely harder than what people think. They think, oh, it's just a conversation. I give my girlfriend's advice all the time. I'm like, mm. Mm. <laughs> yeah, no. And what, what's going on with you, boo? Yes, they don't make <laughs> us do 3,000 hours of clinical work and all this, this years of studying because we're just shooting the shit with people. So we're definitely not shooting the shit. It's definitely a big drain on the soul and the spirit. Um, if you're in the general practice, not private practice, it's not a lot of money. 
um, especially for the school loan. So I'm not trying to discourage you, but you have to love helping people. But I also tell people you can go into different areas if you want to be of service. You can make it a hobby. You can go into a field that makes money yeah, and then and make then... it a hobby. So there's very few of us that really make good money. I happen to make very good money because I'm a fucking jamming therapist. I said jamming, like jamming yeah. on the one. <laughs> jamming on the one. Yeah. So, yes. yeah, so, but... Um, you know, I make full-time money and I only see 25 clients a week. That's awesome. So, but, so some of us can and do that. balance too, right? Exactly. Shit. Well, not even balance. I don't even believe in work-life balance. Okay. Like, no, sometimes you're going to get the short end of the stick because yeah. I have to give it all to work. Well, there's no such thing yeah. as 50-50 there's ever not, in anything, There's right? not. It just depends <laughs> on what's most important at that time. So I, I encourage you, if you really want to go into mental health, it can be very rewarding and you could go into different things. Like I said, I'm teaching, I'm speaking, I'm writing, I'm doing all the things. So it does open up a lot of areas and a lot of avenues for right. you but also if you want to be in service if you just if you want to be that hairdresser or if you want to be an accountant you can do that and do a do service on the side oh yes just okay saying. so you heard it here from diana vogel the professional <laughs> the sassy therapist yes. who yes. is well i mean sassy therapist is just really your title but you're all-encompassing now absolutely you're not yes. just a therapist i need to change it the sassy bitch right yeah boss bitch. the boss, boss bitch, bitch. Boss. yeah i can't call myself boss a mama. cunt right so, <laughs> i don't know well yeah. if you're a boss cunt i mean i, I guess could. so yeah exactly <laughs> and if you're sassy about it i think it's absolutely. okay yeah so i, think I can't wait for that the sassy just has to stick because that's and i went through lots of names and i asked my girlfriend and it just, just describes me it does yeah the sassy spicy something oh i yeah, like spicy spicy's good spicy Caliente. Yeah, yeah. something, something. <laughs> tamale. Yeah. I don't know. Something. <laughs> that tamale. <laughs> Love it. Love it. All right. Any last thoughts you want to give the world? Oh, especially about COVID and maybe how to cope. Mm. That would be really great. How do, how do you live? If, how do you go? How do you live yeah, another day? <laughs> I think that if you could take anything away from this podcast, it's give yourself some grace. You know what I mean? We all gained weight. We all didn't do it right. We yes. all felt depressed. I, in the beginning of COVID, I was going to fucking read a million books. I was going to lose 10 pounds. I was going to do all the fucking things. And I fucking sat there and ate bonbons. <laughs> I did not. My kids baked every fucking day. Oh. And I was like, these little mother motherfuckers chefs, keep fucking right? feeding me. <laughs> became and bakers. So give yourself some grace that I don't care how many coping skills you got. They fucking got all taken away. Yeah. I couldn't concentrate on a book. You know what I mean? My gym was closed. Going for a, raw, a walk in my hood was not, not really. Right, right. You know, so it was scary. You're like exactly looking beyond, on your shoulder exactly. all the time. I, I live in Norway. Like, don't it breathe on good. me. What the? Exactly. So, so give yourself some grace. You can pick yourself up at any time and handle it. So, if you've gained weight like some of us, decide today's the day. I'm like, yep. Mm -hmm, don't yes, wait for please. COVID to be over. I was gonna say when, when, no, when do no, you, no. When do you stop giving yeah. yourself some grace and, and no, it's now start kicking it's your now ass. because I the people who fared well during this rolled with the punches. The people who did not do well waited for it to be over. Yeah, it's not over and it's not gonna be over for a while. So, so start gonna... adjusting. People who adjust to things in life like this are the ones who survive the ones who wait for it to be over are the ones who get stuck so don't wait yes can well, i get an amen here. yes amen amen again thank you so much You're sister so and happy anniversary to us and yes, i'm so glad we're elevating together oh my god we are elevating <laughs> our i'm about to go home and spice it up lick ass oh you my know god. Yes. yes he's gonna be like i heard the podcast i heard it you're supposed to lick i was like my diana ass. vogel that's our the weekly thing we gotta do babe he, he's gonna give me a big hug next time i say he's like thank you so much thank you <laughs>
Oh my god! If I hear a song about it, I'm gonna oh, know. You're, I'm gonna know like, it's from yes, me. Yes. <laughs> I love it. Love it. Okay, go out there and um, make sure that you see love, speak love, and hear love at all times, and tune in all the time. Every week, this happens. Everyone loves Lulu with me, your girl Miss Lulu again. Big ups to my girl Diana Vogel Thank for joining you. me. Mwah, mwah, mwah. Mm-hmm. See love, hear love, speak love, everyone loves Lulu.